and she's asking him on the first day of class, and she kind of sets the tone. Like, we're together discovering what this course is about. I know what it is, but I want to know what your thoughts are. Mm. Welcome to Teach, Talk, Listen, Learn, a podcast featuring conversations all about teaching and learning from the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. I'm Bob Dignan, and in every episode, I'll be joined by colleagues, faculty, and instructors from across our campus to talk teaching. On today's episode, we have... Hi, I'm Chilan Bolin. I'm at the University of Illinois Center for Innovation in Teaching and Learning. I'm Elan Shi. I'm an associate professor at the Department of Agriculture and Consumer Economics at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Our conversation references several graphic representations of the big idea to a course. We link to those in the description. Hope you enjoy as we pick up with Chilan describing a graphic syllabus, or what she came to call the big idea. So part of my responsibility here at the university is to work with faculty as they design a course or redesign a course. So the first question goes, what is this course about? And they, they start to have this very long, many sentence long expository speech that they would put on their syllabus. And I'm going, okay, that's a lot of information. And I'm going, but I can see at the other end for the students. Can you imagine they go home um, at the end of the semester and they're having dinner and the family goes and their parents going, I just paid a lot of tuition for you. Why don't you tell me about this one course what is it about and they go I don't remember I don't know what it's about and and I'm going you know there's a disconnect because mm. faculty got this long many sentence uh, description and the students don't know really what it's about mm. so I thought maybe it's called a graphic syllabus of it making an image about the course but act and it worked pretty well but then I realized that there was confusion because of the word syllabus Mm. They were thinking that it, it represented that whole multi-page mm. document. Right, with all the policies in the, the course. Policies and the dates and the attendance. exams. Yeah. You're right, like that. I'm going, no, no, no. Basically, it's it's a graphic representative of the big idea of the course. And I went, mm. ah, that's what it is. We need to rename it. Mm. So the challenge in when I'm working with faculty is when I start again, What's this course about? What's the big idea? They start again, long, 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 long. And I'm going, can you do it without commas? And they're looking at me (laughs) and they're going, without commas? And I said, yeah, what is the big idea? Or maybe what's the big question in your course? Mm. So that's why we originally came in with the title of like the graphic syllabus. But I think probably a better idea would be the course big idea graphic Mm. because they may mix it up with a concept map Mm. uh, or things like that that represents the process of the course Mm. or all the components of the course rather than big, enduring idea that drives the course. Mm. And you and Yilan did this process of developing one of these. We did. And you hadn't done this before. 
No, no, that was my first time a few years ago working with Sheline on this. And back then I was facing a big challenge with a particular course I was teaching. Mm. The title is called Retirement Benefit Planning. And let me just mm -hmm. read this course description that's published on the official website and tell me how appealing it is. Does it have a lot of commas? Yes, well <laughs> actually also periods, it's like three sentences. Uh, let's see, employment benefit and retirement plan including employer-sponsored or individually managed options with particular attention to determining benefits and retirement needs and managing risk in specific planning situations. <laughs> How, How excited are you? Oh, my eyes have gone crossed. Yeah, my... <laughs> <laughs> Right? I mean, and, and we are talking about college students who are not thinking about retirement in mm. any time, that's right? A, yeah, that's a good point. So, so it was very difficult. And, and at that time, I, I uh, just uh, joined the faculty here, uh, but I had years of teaching undergraduate basic economics, and mm. I'm so used to talking about theories and models. But in this class, there's no very little theory and no model, uh, but lots of rules about 401k, you know, how much you can contribute each year, you know, what kind of investment you can be engaged in, that type of thing. And it was originally set up such that I'm teaching with a professional who are, you know, who, who are also working for, for a, 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 a college here in town, but more coming from the human resources perspective. So mm. a lot of this class the first time around was about all the rules, the nitty gritty details that students mm. were remotely interested. And so that was the challenge that I was facing. And then I was so lucky to meet with Chilan, and she brought me this idea, you know, use this as part of the tool that you use to design your course. And I find it fantastic and very useful. Mm. So we're gonna go into a little bit of your journey and figure that out because what I'm picking up is it's not just how do we create a graphic that better represents your course. You discovered your, how you're representing the course and the course design itself needed yes. to be rethought. It, yes, and the, exactly. the coming together on this big idea helped both. Yes. Oh, okay. It's mm. more like a tool to mm. help you rethink what's the most important thing in your class and how you organize your, all your materials around it. Mm. The first time around, I was teaching it basically out of this, you know, two inch thick test book and chapter by chapter. And uh. that's, that did not fly. Mm. <laughs> so then I have to rethink. And just as Chile was saying, we saw so many comments. Think of just one sentence that describes your class mm. and it needs to serve a purpose it's not just we, we call it course description oftentimes we are just talking about what it is about but at the end of the day it needs to serve a purpose and that's the big idea of a class mm. and i think oftentimes we just didn't think hard enough about a course from this perspective mm. Mm. that's right because frequently they think about what is it about they start listing a bunch of topics 
but we don't know why you selected those topics and how they hang together. Mm -hmm. And so the students don't know your thinking, right? Mm -hmm. They're even a few more steps behind your thinking. Yeah, they can only follow these little micro steps. Okay, here's week one, here's week two, week three. exactly. And they Mm -hmm. didn't know that you really Mm -hmm. were very carefully thought out about Mm -hmm. what and when to present something. So did you end up with the big idea that you could do without... Yes, actually, yeah, let me read this off my (laughs) syllabus in the course description section, like one sentence that describes the the course. The main objective of of this course is to enable you to take advantage of retirement and benefit plans to financially prepare for the lifestyle you desire. Mm. How does that sound? Mm. Right? Who wouldn't want to have a good life? And mm. this is a lifelong process instead of just about retirement. It's end, you know, towards you know, 55 and plus kind of you know, life stage. You only need to care about it only at that life stage or when you're approaching your retirement age. That's not true. This class is about planning. You need to have this forward-looking perspective. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you just want to have a good life. Uh, you know, you mm. want to maintain your desire lifestyle and how do you do that you want to maintain your lifestyle throughout your lifetime you don't want your life standard to decline at your old age how do you do that you need to start acting now not just mm. wait until you are 50 right when it is too late so you appeal to their emotion mm-hmm. selfishly so, yeah. desire that word. Yeah, yes, desire. exactly desire yes mm. and and so can you what does it look like you're this thing and did it take a long time for you to to drill down to that one thing about what is the lifestyle that you desire and how do you get it Mm, yeah how did you get how did you figure well, that it out? Well, took several iterations. At the very beginning, I was only able to create something like a concept map, right? I put together, mm. you know, I have these two big components, retirement and benefits. Uh, but then I also think, okay, then we have this accumulation of your wealth, and you also want to manage your expenses so that you can maintain your lifestyle. So these two components stuck out, mm. right? And then throughout the, your lifetime, you need to work Worry about you know consumption smoothing. You want need to care about you know uh, tax planning and diversification, risk management. All those are themes that that you know we have throughout the semester. But how to put everything into one figure? It took me really a lot of time to think mm. about it. We'll have uh, links in the description oh, if you okay. want to be able to see would, it. But yeah, yeah, that would help. I also wanted to. Describe some of the benefits for a faculty member who's contemplating this idea. Mm, mm. And because you're going to show both versions of Elon's. Right, mm. right, the before and after. Yeah. yeah. So if you look at the first version, she has all these nice blocks, but mm. actually what they're doing is referring to components of the yes, course, right? Exactly. Mm. Yes. But then, I mean, thanks to Elon being very thoughtful, she goes, this is not quite right, and it doesn't really engage students. They're already, like, their eyes glazed over, and this is a required course, and things like that, so why should I care? And I think there's a couple of things that she does that's very unique for this um, this big idea graphic mm. is one that it's it's interactive and mm. it's evolving and so like she said earlier she'll show the initial one of um here you are of as an undergrad and what are you doing and 
and she's asking him on the first day of class and she and she kind of sets the tone yeah like we're together discovering what this course about i know what it is but i want to know what your thoughts are mm, it's telling and, a story yeah it's telling us. a story yeah. and mm. they're part of the story because mm. they're saying oh yeah i'm undergrad and i'm carefree and i'm not really kind of concerned about money mm. and then she goes the next part and she asks him get now what's happening here Mm. And so not only does a co-create that big idea, but also, again, the message of, oh, this professor is going to make us work through the course. <laughs> We're going to be actively oh, yes. engaged. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's not just a hook, but a way of you know, impressing the students and, and show my commitment to this class, my efforts. Yes. Something you just said might also be worth um, dispelling, which is it's called a big idea, but that isn't a challenge to make the idea so big complex big mm. that it's hard to understand and so uh, therefore we need 16 weeks in order for you to finally arrive at the big idea right yeah, yeah. it's it's a big idea in that it's the uniting idea it's Correct. the one that brings it all that's together that's right it's the it's the underlying it's the driver mm. yeah and i yeah that's a good idea I, but we really can't say the small idea though no no no, no. <laughs> so when you say the big idea it really means the the underlying driver of the course mm -hmm. what it is is so significant yeah. well but i i was responding to i like that you you are co-creating it building it together so that you can arrive at that last that's mm. the end of that first day with everybody being on the same page exactly and so can you imagine like when they go home at the end of the course, they can now answer that very important question mm. that the parents say, what did you learn? Mm. And there is, I uh, learned about the tools th that uh, will help me achieve the lifestyle yeah, that I desire. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so I wondered uh, what has the response been? Since since you started doing oh, this, oh, students love it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they they were as I said so impressed and and they they feel they are interested in this course. I mean, you know, the, the first class of the semester usually sets the tone, right? So once you get them, then you can keep them. Mm. But if you lose them in the first class, then it's very hard to get them back. Mm. So yeah. So do you bring you bring it up the the oh yeah image? then later later we review this figure every now and then because this then serves as like a landmark right yeah. we I can tell them that okay then here is where we are now we talk, have already talked about the accumulation parts now here we are going to talk about the spending down the decumulation part right you you have already saved some money uh, in your 401k and then in your other investment vehicles and you also have the uh, social security when do you want to start claiming you know how do you Draw, uh, withdraw money from your accounts. Uh, so yeah, it serves as a big picture thing that we can constantly referring back to and show the milestones or oh, we have already achieved this. We, we already learned all the tools that we use in the employment period. Now we want to know how, what happens in the uh, retirement period. Mm, mm. Yeah. So she is a great testimony to this because she uses it again for another course. Oh, okay. Oh, but before we go there, I, I want this to be, like, honest. So what were some of the difficulties you had when I said, well, what is the big underlying idea and how are you going to represent it graphically mm. or, you know, using multimedia? What were some of the difficulties in doing this? Because faculty thinking that, oh, I can do this in, in like, a, an hour or two. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, and you can be as honest. <laughs> How long did it take you to do? For well, the whole several days at least, mm. and I, I I start with this first iteration, and then I let it cool for a little bit, and I revisit. I talk to Chila, and I also you know say, put a lot of time in there. It's almost like a writing a paper. <laughs> I constantly you know need to challenge myself. What's mm. the you know you know the takeaway message, the so what question? I mean, as a researcher. We, we tend to beat ourselves up to answer the so what question for our each research project. Sure. But we tend to do this last for our courses, I have to be honest, right? Mm. And, and, and I think here the biggest challenge is that you need to be willing to challenge yourself to really boil it down to this single message that you want to send. And, and you need to really dedicate to that. Almost think of this is your biggest research idea you want to publish it in science. So mm. what's a one sentence takeaway message? You need to think like that for your course. Sure, right. Oh, I like this so what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, uh, another thing that I'm thinking about, because I know you brought some other examples, mm-hmm. and we can link to those mm-hmm. in the description, is uh, maybe there's somebody listening feeling like, well, maybe that doesn't apply to me in my context. Oh, because so, it's not a process going through a time. Yeah, like or right. I don't know, what are some of the the things that you deal with and talking about this being applicable across many disciplines and across many teaching styles or course mo- modes and lab-based stuff and not like, like how, what are the various types that you've done? And, and yeah. You mean the examples of yeah, disciplines? I, I don't know. You don't have to talk through all of them. I'm just curious if, do you ever get a situation where it's like, well, a picture just won't work for me? You know. Oh, okay. So I have to admit that it's not just an image. We have to put some words on it. Sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And so it was really interesting because one of the examples that you're going to see here was used in the law school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Into the librarian, and they help to help the students try to figure out what's the applicable law to to find something and she was able to boil it down like i have this problem and where do i find the relevant law and because she's a librarian she says oh there's three areas in which you can find it you can find it from cases you can find it from constitutions and statutes and you can find it from uh, regulations okay so she had these three little bubbles but i saw that two of the bubbles were like on top of each other and I said did you make a mistake maybe you should gap it Uh a little bit and she goes oh no that's intentional that Mm. that they are connected Mm. so this is what you know Elon was talking about you really had to focus hard because not only the big question the significant enduring uh, driver of the course you got to see where the images are Mm. and if you look at Elon you can see the images were very important, and also the placement of it. And actually, when you do it that way, you don't need a lot of words. Mm. It just sticks in their mind, this one image, which represents a greater message mm. that's much more impactful. Mm, mm, mm. And tells a story, too. It There's tells a story. So we'll link to some of these other examples. Exactly, so that it's and not... I have one from the med school. Mm. It's really interesting about all of it was many cases, mm. right? And they're not going to address every single disease, but every disease is linked to three sources. And, and I'm not going to give that away, but you can look <laughs> at the, the example. 
And she can use that each time when she presents a medical case. And that one, oh, poor thing, it took her probably eight iterations. Oh, wow. But it, it just stuck. It worked really well. So another thing I'm wondering about, if you've done this, is you put in a lot of time investment to do this kind of rethinking, redesign, focusing, maybe some portions of the course changed as a result of this big idea. And then how often is that helping you to do that process more often? down the road as as the years go by if you've how how many times have you taught it after the syllabus yeah so many times but i think that that's creating a good structure for for this course Mm. and and once you find the best structure you well i i didn't change it much okay i mean i yeah that's part of the design when i was designing this i also switched the perspective of my class as part of the redesign as i mentioned at the very beginning it's more coming from the employer's perspective what kind of you know rules they need to comply and so on and so forth and then i switched around from the individual the employee's Mm. uh, perspective and then not just thinking about employee right i mean i i i i uh, tell my students i i would take you to the journey where you can imagine, you know, you are a small business owner, you have a farm, you have an LLC that you run some business in town. What do you do with your retirement planning? This is not typical, right? Mm. You would no longer have 401k. What are other options you would have? So, so that's all part of the design because I want students to be able to resonate with what we uh, are teaching in class so I want them to think from their perspective really resonate with the content oh yeah I one day could be the CEO and really need to think about their <laughs> stock option plans right? mm-hmm. not just thinking about 401k that's not good enough for me anymore right sure, right so I think it was interesting what you're saying uh, different um, each year when you go and do the course, do I need to change that image? Mm-hmm. But if you've got the bottom line mm-hmm. secure, right? Yeah. yeah. The big idea secure, you ha- you can change the content with it, mm-hmm. but the enduring big idea of that mm-hmm. course mm-hmm. remains the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I agree. It evolves and it changes according to the time. Right. Mm. So yeah, because so, so, so now I'm understanding what how this helps a little bit more. You spend all the time refining this and, and getting it really, mm. like you said, secure. Mm-hmm. So then that frees you up uh, <laughs> in some senses mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make other changes and and you still feel secure in that. It almost grows on you over oh, yeah. time. You, yeah. you, you're like, I'm really glad we still have that as the big idea to the course um, because now I can do this right. and it's timely or it's, you know, it's now personal to the mm-hmm. students or something like that. Well, it also helps. I was just thinking another benefit now because is that information just grows exponentially, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We yes. can't stop it. Mm-hmm. And there's always more to teach. And what's the common phrase that faculty say? Oh, my gosh, I have so much to. What, grade? What? <laughs> <laughs> I have so much to. So cover. much to cover. Covers. Oh, uh, content. See, here's my faculty uh, I see. Yeah, you're asking me. I'm like, I'm not. 
<laughs> I have so much to cover. I, I, do, I can't so sneak anything else in. I can't do anything. Yeah. And so my favorite phrase is uncover, go all the way down mm-hmm. to the bit. And so what happens, it keeps you honest because there's so much content, so much information. And Oh, my gosh, I only have my students for this amount of time. Mm. I got to throw everything in. Mm. But if you got the bottom line driver of it, you go, no. I'm kicking it out. I'm taking it out. Or they can learn this on their own. But in the in the precious time that I'm with my students, mm. this is where I can focus. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree. It helps you to pick and choose what's the most important. Those mm. that align with your big picture idea would be most important. Then, of course, yes, as China is saying, the world is developing. And, and also, like, in terms of retirement planning, you know, the rules change every now and then. New products comes out. So, so you know, all the content can be evolving over time but I agree the big idea should still stay the same mm-hmm. so what are good um, follow-ups uh, that you're thinking about if somebody's listening and they're thinking um, of engaging in this is there talk to Jalan I mean that's, <laughs> this podcast is not just an advertisement to go talk to Jalan but um, are there any other maybe resources that we can link to we can or link the to examples them. right and I think what uh, the the thing is is sort of like Elon has mentioned so what? what? Why is this mm. course so important? Why is it of interest? Mm. What is the big idea? And like I say, without, so even though she only had three sentences, she had a multitude of commas. And, and try to boil down mm. to it like, find the relevant, relevant law to solve a problem. What are the tools mm. that I need to achieve the, the life that I desire? Why, do, why am I sick? Mm, mm. And so if you can get that part, then everything else just goes, oh, my gosh, it makes so much sense now. Mm. And then you can cast off things that are that that are relevant. Things are not so relevant, but they don't need you to learn that. Mm. I actually want to go back to Bob's question, uh, whether this would be applicable to every course. Mm. Honestly, I had the same doubt when I designed my second course. I was like, yeah, the previous one go went really well. I want to do the same thing. But I had a hard time putting things together. Mm. And, and yeah, so really, if, if our podcast can serve a purpose, I think it's, it, it, I, I would hope it would be an inspiration to encourage faculty members to try this and just keep trying, spend some time and, and, and thinking about it. Right. And I, and I would imagine this is something motivating for any faculty trying to engage in this, which is uh, you want your course to have that so what. I mean, yes. at the end of the day, you do. So Some relevance. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, that pushes you to, to keep seeing it through. Um, anything else you want to add? No, but um, I'll, I'll do this phrase, try it, you'll like it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Give it a try. Give Excellent. it a try. Yes. Yeah, and and share if if appropriate, sure, or, or get get input from other colleagues too. Absolutely, sure. and we'll have those examples for them because we get we have to be visual, right, Bob? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we'll have those visual link. Thank you, Elon. We're gonna have your. Thank you. Can we do your pre and the post of your first iteration too? Oh sure. Your, <laughs> <laughs> okay, great, awesome. Thanks a lot. And thank you for listening. We have an email for the podcast, and that's ttll at illinois.edu. 
drop us a note about your teaching, and even leave a story to share on a future episode. We'll gladly take ratings and reviews on podcast platforms if you have feedback to share. Remember to check out the links in the description to Yilan's Big Idea and others which Chalan referenced. This podcast was produced by the Center for Innovation in Teaching and Learning at the University of Illinois. Episodes can be found on our website, citl.illinois.edu, and on major podcast platforms. We hope you'll find us there and join the conversation.